For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is New Bedford's News Talk Station, the place where the South Coast comes to talk about all the hottest issues locally and beyond. This is WBSM. Call in to have your voice heard at 508-996-0500. Or open up the WBSM app and hit app chat to text us. Or open line to leave us a voicemail. Let's hear it, South Coast. And good morning. Happy Thursday to you. Hope it is starting off well for you. A little little wet out there this morning and some dark clouds, but they seem to be moving out of the way and the sunshine looks like it's right behind it. So we have a lot that we can discuss today and we're going to talk about a lot of different things today. We have a lot of guests that are going to join us today. A little bit later on, we'll talk about Lemonade Day, which is coming up. It's happening on Saturday, June 24th, and it is a very special day where on young entrepreneurs all over the South Coast learn about business. They learn about what it takes to run a business. They learn about profit margins. They learn about things like supply and demand, right? Because they've got to figure out how to market themselves. They've got to figure out how to stand out amongst all the other lemonade stands. But uh, you, as the lemonade drinkers, we hope that you will check out the map that we will have at WBSM.com on that day, and you will go and check out all of the different lemonade stands. So I forget how many there were last year, but there's usually, you know, a couple dozen all across the South Coast. And so what I would do is I would say, you know, just take some some cash out of the bank, get singles, don't get 20s, and just drive around. Hit up as many as you can. You don't even have to drink the lemonade. I mean, I'm sure the kids want to see you sip it and tell them how good it is. But then, you know, if you don't need to drink it all, I do, though. I love lemonade, and what fascinates me about lemonade is all the different ways people will mix it and what they think is the perfect mixture. So I'll probably, you know, have um, a little bit less sweet and more tart when I'm mixing it, but you might go the other way. So I think that uh, it's it's fun and it's interesting to see all of that part of it and also to see the way the kids decorate the stands, to see the other things that they bring in, like some of them make baked goods, some of them make friendship bracelets. Some of them have other things that they sell at the table. It's all teaching them about business. So we'll learn more about that a little bit later on. Also, we're going to be joined by Lieutenant Scott Carolla of the New Bedford Police Department, who has an announcement that he's going to make, and I don't even know what it is. So we'll find out later on this morning when Lieutenant Carolla drops by. And we, I believe we're going to be talking with City Council President Linda Morad today as opposed to tomorrow, just because of some scheduling issues. But um, I'll find out for sure during the course of the show. Um, just I just didn't get a chance to, to verify with her that it's definitely going to be this morning. And if it's not, if it's tomorrow morning, that's fine too. So I'm sure a lot of you are tuning in right now here at 611 in the morning on Thursday for one reason and one reason only. 
You want your daily bear update. You want to know where the bear was yesterday. And the bear spent a lot of time in Marion yesterday. He or she, not really sure, but uh, made an appearance on Converse Ave and was in a yard. And we have video footage up at WBSM.com and on the app. And don't forget there, too, we also have our bear tracker page, which not only has an interactive map where you can see all of the spots where the bear has been reported, but you can click on all of those, uh, you know, those pins on the map. And when you click on them, you will see the information about the bear sighting, a photo or a video still if we have one, and then a link to a story if we have one. And then in the um, in the article itself, in the post itself, we also have a running list of all the bear articles we've written over the last week or so. But yesterday, the bear was in Marion, and there were two police officers that are standing uh, in front of this driveway as the bear is in the, the, the grassy area between two homes. And the officers are standing there. One is kind of just like keeping an eye on the bear. The other one has a gun in his hand. And it is a tranquilizer gun. Now, some folks were upset when they saw the gun and were a little bit more relaxed about it when they realized it was just a tranquilizer. And then other people were up in arms about the tranquilizer itself. And we'll get into that. But so the this officer takes a knee and is kind of looking toward the bear, ready to shoot. The bear kind of comes over, looks at them, sees what's going on and says, nope, and turns around and walks away. And from my understanding, I, I haven't heard anything officially from the police. I've only talked to some people that were in the area. From my understanding, the bear did not get tranked. The bear just walked away when he saw the people there and said, nope, nope, I don't want any part of this, and took off. Later on, I, I've mentioned before our friend that runs the Southeastern Mass Alerts Twitter account at Metro underscore Notify. He posted that he had heard that the bear was now in Bristol, uh, the uh, Bristol County bear was now in Plymouth. So I looked into the Plymouth groups, looked to see if anybody was posting anything, didn't see anything. But I did speak to the Wareham police chief because there were some reports that the bear might have gone into Wareham. He said, no, there were no bear sightings reported that he was aware of in Wareham. And I, I guess the bear could have gone from Marion to Plymouth and passed through Wareham without anybody seeing him. But it's also entirely possible that this is not the same bear. Bears can move up to 40 miles a day when they're on the move. Not 40 miles an hour, 40 miles a day. So they'll cover a lot of ground. To put that into perspective, that means that the bear could go from, you know, here to Boston in the matter of a day. So could it be the same bear? Yes. Is it probably the same bear? I don't know. But the idea that they were using this tranquilizer dart is what has a lot of people concerned. So let me just read... Um, an app chat message we got from uh, Jess in a Kushnet. After watching the video of the bear, bear and Marion and watching the officers getting ready to trank him, it made me question why they feel the need to relocate him. 
We didn't always have bobcats and coyotes in the area, and no one was running around with trank guns to transport them all out. Don't get me wrong. I understand if he was in danger walking around downtown Boston or something like that, you know, but if he's trying to find a nice home for himself, why not just leave him alone? I'd much rather have a bear like him in my backyard ripping down the bird feeders versus listening to, listening to coyotes terrorize pets and livestock every night. The wildlife have nowhere to go, so eventually black bears will be a thing on the South Coast. And you know what? I think they are a thing. That's what I think is actually happening here, and I have no, I have no uh, data on this, no official word on this. But if this is not the same bear being seen in all these spots, that means we have more than one bear. That means we have bears, plural. So this probably will become more of a common thing. They'll eventually, if they're coming down to this area and they plan on staying here, they'll find the places where they can go and thrive. So right now, yeah, the bear is wandering around through New Bedford, through Marion, through Fall River, through Dartmouth, but realizing, okay, maybe this isn't the spot. No, maybe this isn't the spot. The bear is going to get to say, I don't know, the Miles Standish State Forest in Plymouth and say, yeah, this works for me. But the concern that law enforcement has is that when you have a bear in a thickly settled neighborhood, that's a danger. because And it's not the bear's fault. The bear doesn't understand what's going on. The bear doesn't live here normally, so he doesn't get us. So the amount of traffic that we have is a danger to the bear because if you remember boo boo the bear got struck by a van on 195 and ended up dying from his injuries and also people are stupid people are probably more stupid stupider more stupid i don't know i guess i am stupid too but the, the people are probably more stupid than the bear is because the bear is smart enough to avoid the people, but the people will not be smart enough to avoid the bear. Someone is going to get too close to this thing and get mauled, and it won't be the bear's fault. You can't blame a bear for doing bear things, but you can blame a person for not listening to what everybody's telling them and avoiding the bear. So for the protection of the bear and for the people who are too dumb to be trusted around a bear, I think the reason why they have the trank dart is because they want to be able to transport the bear away from where the people are and move it into a more wooded area. You know, that's what happened on Monday. The New Bedford police wanted to, and, and, and the others who showed up to help, wanted to move the bear from outside of Parafas, which... I mean, that's not a safe place for a bear. They wanted to move the bear from outside of Parafas into the woods of Akushnet. And then you think, okay, whew, that's settled. The bear is in the woods. And now everything should be okay. Except the bear said, eh, eh, not here. I don't like these woods. I'm going to go somewhere else. So that's why they want to trank him. But this, from my understanding, there have been... You know, law enforcement and animal control that have shown up with trank guns on a few occasions now 
with this bear, and nobody's done it. And it's mainly because the bear has decided to just move on on its own once the people start showing up. And that's a good thing because that means that the bear is not comfortable in these areas where people are. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You are on WBSM. Morning, Tim. How are you? Good. So, um, you know, Marion has a reputation of, you know, very upscale, bougie kind of town. You know what I mean? It's a wealthy, lot of wealthy people live in that town. And I think that they just, you know, maybe they maybe they had inside talks, you know, with the law enforcement and animal offices said, you know, hey, listen, if this does come here, crank it and get it out of here before the residents. You know, you know how the you know you know how people are. They don't like they don't like change. They don't like uh, you know things coming into their town that could cause damage and you know possibly harm people and stuff like that. Yeah, but I don't. So I, don't right. they, I was going to say I don't think I don't think it was that necessarily because I think this has probably oh. happened in every community. They just didn't get it on video before. No, it wasn't. You know what I mean. And and uh, the amount of times that bear was in New Bedford with you know the animal officer probably could have gotten a good shot on him with a tranquilizer gun. You know what I mean. And and they didn't. They didn't do it. But I, I just thought it was. I just thought it was. It was crazy that somebody actually got it on video with the dude kneeling down and pointing the tranq gun at him and everything. I mean, and there might have there might have been other videos like that. We just didn't get them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there was. Who knows? Um, are they gonna? I don't want to get political with you this early in the morning, but <laughs> I think I don't. I don't know. Gonna, I don't know. I, I don't know how the Bears voting in twenty twenty four. If that's what you're thinking. Are they gonna? Are they gonna get tranquilizer guns pointed at illegal immigrants when they come to Marion? Try to get them out of there, or I, what? I, I think that's two co- completely different things. You're not going to get mauled <laughs> by an immigrant. But uh, you know, they—I mean, they do have—you know—they do have a lot of different types of wildlife in Mar. Because see, people make that assumption. They think about Marion being this—you know—this this, this uh, elitist town. But a lot of Marion is actually just like the rest of the South Coast. You know, the 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 higher pro- higher end properties and everything; those are kind of along the waterfront. But there's a good portion of Marion where it's just regular folks, and yeah. and those those people live in the areas where they probably have a lot of wildlife because it's along the you know the northern border of the town where there is a lot of forestry. So they probably have seen things like a lot of coyotes, maybe even some bobcats, and so for them, you know, I'm sure I'm sure the people that live there. Don't mind the yeah. bears so long as the bear isn't you know out there when they open the door or causing damage on their property. So as of right now, we have no idea where this bear is. You know, it's it's so it again the um, the Metro Notify account, uh, the Southeastern Mass Alerts Twitter account said Plymouth, but that doesn't mean that it's the same bear. Especially if there were no sightings in Wareham, you know, it could oh, have theoretically made it across Wareham without anybody seeing it. But you would have thought you would have heard something. There's there's definitely more than one bear though. Think about it. I think there has you know to be. I mean? There has to be. Of course, there is. And I, for the for the the amount of technology we have with cameras nowadays, you know, you can't. There's no way somebody could compare that. You know, multiple. You know, I'm going to say there's probably hundreds of pictures out there of this bear. And compare them and say, oh, yeah, this has the same features, facial features, whatever. You know what I mean? I mean, we know that uh, in Mansfield, at the end of April in Mansfield, there was a baby bear, and. So that means if there was a baby bear, there's a mother bear somewhere, and yeah, exactly. that's two bears. Right, right. 
and God knows how many other bears are in these woods that we don't even know about. You know what I mean? They don't show themselves. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, uh, I think it's kind of funny. I'm, I'm just, I, I listen every day, you know that, and I'm, I'm, I'm just sitting here laughing every Every morning when you say, oh, I got the bear update, I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah, and, and what's funny is, you know, I, I, I always worry too much sometimes that you're, you know, you're beating a dead horse, not bear, but that you're just going back to the same topic too much and, you know, how much do people care? But every time we post something about the bear that does crazy numbers and crazy engagement, yeah, yeah. and so people do care. People are interested yeah. in the story. Yeah. I'm interested to hear about the... Um, uh, lemonade stand this morning because I I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get my 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 youngest daughter to at least participate in it you know yeah absolutely well ever, I'll, I'll tell you pimp out my truck I'll tell you right now <laughs> go to southcoastlemonadeday.org and then you can okay. get your registration packet and everything there all right yeah yeah I'll, I'll do that they they give you everything you need to 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 start this business. And then they put your your location on a map where you're going to be at. Yep, we'll put up a map that has all the different oh, wow, lemonade sure. day stands that are registered. So some people do it yep. that they don't they don't register, and you know we ask that you do register so that we know where you're going to be, so that we can make sure that we send people your way. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, sounds good. All right, all right, Tim. Well, you have a good day. I'll talk to you. Here Take you. it easy. And five zero eight nine nine six zero five hundred. We're going to take a break right now and be back in a few moments. <laughs> Welcome back in. We're going to be going into the newsroom in just a few moments with Kate Robinson. But before we do that, you know, I've been telling you about Worldly Beds mattresses, how they are made not only in the USA, they're made right here in New Bedford. And right now they are running a Memorial Day sale where they have 50% off their most popular mattress, the 2022 Blue Ice Gel Flex Mattress. So imagine that. Imagine you know how you, how much gel has made everything better in your life, right? That the sneakers that you wear now have the gel cushion in the foot to make it so much easier for you on during the course of your day walking around. Uh, there's uh, all the gel infusions that they put now into uh, things that are supposed to protect you like helmets and, and different body pads if you're into sports. And there's gel has so many great uses. But what it can also do is it can comfort you as you sleep. And so if you want to get 50% off the Blue Ice Gel Flex mattress, I mean, think about it. It's going to be warm, really warm some of these nights coming up. A Gel Flex mattress will keep you cool as you sleep. You can get one now, 50% off. But there's a limited stock going on. So you have to be one of the first come, first served if you want to get 50% off the Blue Ice Gel Flex Mattress at Worley Beds Factory Outlet. It's part of their Memorial Day sale happening. It's already ongoing. They've already started it, and it actually goes beyond Memorial Day. It goes until June 10th. But again, supplies are limited, so don't wait too long if you want to get 50% off the Blue Ice Gel Flex Mattress at Worley Beds Factory Outlet. They're on Pope's Island in New Bedford. They make them all right there. You can see it happening, and you can talk to Patrick and Martha and everybody over there at Worley Beds about all your sleep questions, and they will give you the answers. But I'm giving you the answer right now. The Gel Flex mattress at 50% off. That's all you need to know. 
All right. Well, actually, you need to know a lot more other things as well. And that's why we have Kate Robinson in the WBSM newsroom, because she can inform you about all those things. And I'm going to let her do that now, and we can come back and react to it on the other side. The Ron DeSantis presidential campaign is off to a rough start with technical glitches on Twitter. Florida's Republican governor launched his campaign on a Twitter live stream Wednesday night, but the sound kept dropping out during the first 25 minutes of the event, hosted by CEO Elon Musk. Twitter says over 600,000 listeners were trying to hear the event. House Republicans have passed a resolution that would overturn President Biden's student debt relief plan. The measure passed mostly down party lines, with two Democrats joining Republicans to support the resolution. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says President Biden will veto the measure if it gets to his desk. The late Tina Turner is getting praise from two American presidents. Joe Biden on Wednesday said Turner was a once-in-a-generation talent that changed American music forever. Former President Barack Obama called Turner a star whose light will never fade. Turner died peacefully Wednesday at the age of 83. A 17-year-old boy is dead after an attempted social media stunt went wrong on the L.A. bridge. Trey Thomas reports. Los Angeles police say the teenager was trying to climb one of the arches on the popular Los Angeles Bridge when he slipped and fell to his death. Chief Michael Moore said the boy was trying to post a social media broadcast from his phone when he fell. Moore said they've increased patrols at the bridge and are still investigating the tragic accident. I'm Trey Thomas. Target is removing some of its pride collection items out of concern for employee safety. The retail giant said Wednesday that since the Pride Month collection was introduced, there have been threats to team members' sense of safety and well-being while at work. Target says it remains committed to the LGBTQ community. Snake hunters have a chance to earn thousands of dollars and to help Florida's ecosystem. Governor Ron DeSantis yesterday announced that registration is now open for the 2023 Florida Python Challenge. But be careful if you sign up. Safety first. I just, I, I got to say safety first. Like, if you are in a situation where to catch that python, you're going to get hurt. Don't do it. We human safety, number one. Um, and then, of course, reminding yourself you are making a difference. That's Michaela Spencer, a snake expert with the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. Over $30,000 in prizes is available to anyone who removes invasive Burmese pythons from the Florida Everglades. The 10-day competition starts August 4th. You can get more info at myfwc.com. A towering cotton tree, which has stood for several hundred years in Sierra Leone's capital, Freetown, has been brought down by a heavy storm. President Julius Madabio says the tree fell after a downpour on Wednesday night. He described it as a, quote, great loss to the nation. The tree was a symbol of liberty for early settlers coming out of slavery in the Americas. It also appears on Sierra Leone banknotes and was thought to be the oldest of its kind in the country. When Australian con woman Melissa Caddick vanished from her luxurious eastern Sydney home in November 2020 with only her partially decomposed foot found washed up on a beach months later, it set off a frenzy in Australia. 
The case blindsided investors in the fake financial advisors Ponzi scheme. It also baffled police and captured the imagination of a nation. Countless theories, including that she'd been swallowed by a shark or had severed her own foot to throw police off her scent, abounded in her disappearance. But a coroner on Thursday ruled that exactly what happened to her is still a mystery. Deputy State Coroner Elizabeth Ryan wrote that Caddick is deceased, but there isn't enough evidence to point to why, when, or where it happened. And an overdue library book in California has been returned after nearly 100 years. The St. Helena Public Library in Napa Valley says a book called A History of the United States was due back in February 1927. The book was finally returned earlier this month by Napa Valley resident Jim Perry. Overdue fines for the book would have totaled over $1,700, but the library stopped collecting fines in 2019. In sports, it's Game 5 of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics take on the heat at home in Boston tonight at 8.30. Miami leads the series 3-1. And the Red Sox lost to the Los Angeles Angels last night. Next up is a game Friday with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Now for a look at your local forecast from ABC6. We're going to be a bit cooler today. We'll have some breezy northwest winds about 15 miles an hour. And we'll have a mixture of some sun and clouds throughout the day. Today we're going to reach a high of about 65. And tonight we'll get down to 41 degrees for tomorrow. Mostly sunny skies high in the upper 60s. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station 1420 WBSM. At the moment it is 52 degrees and cloudy. I'm Kate Robinson for WBSM News. Stay up to date with WBSM, New Bedford's news talk station. And get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. If it's anything that I'm going to do for you here in the morning during my time here, it's going to be that I'm going to introduce you to Sparks because I think not enough people know about Sparks and they're one of the most influential bands in music history. Everybody that you love probably listens to Sparks and are influenced by Sparks. If you remember the, um, oh, which, which Paul McCartney video was it? I think it's, it's coming up, maybe. Yeah, I think so. The, the Not the live version, but the studio version. I think that's the one where he plays all the different musicians. So, like, you can tell when he's Buddy Holly and Elvis. And you can, like, tell all these other impressions. But then there's this weird part where he looks like he has, like, a little Hitler mustache. And he's kind of dressed like a waiter. And you're like, what's that all about? Well, that's actually in reference to one of the brothers in Sparks. And if you have Netflix. I think it's still up there. There's a, a great documentary on there called The Sparks Brothers that's all about this band's 50-year career. 50-plus years. They put out something like, I think, 14 or 15 albums. And you've probably never heard of them. But you've heard bits and pieces of their songs and just didn't realize that's who it is. 
they have that song, This Town Ain't Big Enough for the Both of Us. And they were using that in, uh, I think it was a, it was an Apple commercial, but I forget what product it was for. But it was recent. So I think, you know, you've probably heard them. And as I play different songs from them, you'll say, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I've heard that before. I had no idea who that was. And then in that case, it's probably Sparks. And they've done albums in every single genre, really. Like, they do not have anything that defines them. And uh, that's, that's from probably my favorite Sparks album, Number One in Heaven which is their, like, kind of 80s synth album that they did with Giorgio Moroder. So, anyway, 508-996-0500. That is the number to call in and chime in. Again, I gave the bear update this morning. The bear was in Marion yesterday. And we have video up at WBSM.com and on the app for you to check it out and see. But the, the question here is, in that video, the law enforcement was ready to trank that bear. They had a tranquilizer gun ready to hit the bear with a tranquilizer dart, presumably to knock it out and move it to a better location. Now, anybody that's ever been hit with a tranquilizer dart, you know that when you wake up, you're disoriented from it, and it's hard to really get your bearings, no pun intended. So that was going to be the situation that this bear was going to find itself in. He took a look at what was going on and said, uh, no thanks, and turned around and walked the other way. But that's, it brings up a very interesting question that uh, Jessica Nakushnik brought up on, on App Chat. If bears are going to become more likely down here, does it make sense to trank them and move them rather than let them figure things out on their own? Now, for a coyote, you say, okay, the coyote is going to come into a neighborhood and as long as nobody feeds it or leaves food around then they'll probably eventually say, yeah, we don't need to come back here. These don't need to be part of our hunting grounds. And they'll move on. But the problem with a coyote is it's a small, relatively small animal. And unless they're in a pack, you're probably okay. I had many instances when I was working early in the mornings before where I would wake up and I would walk out into my yard and there would be a coyote nearby. One time actually in my yard, like between me and my car. And all I did was kind of just talk to him and be like, hey, how you doing? Good morning. I just got to get to my car. And once I get to my car, you can keep doing what you're doing. But I just want to get to my car. And he kind of looked at me with that, you know, that look that a dog gives you when they kind of tilt their head. Like this coyote was kind of looking, looking at me with that same look in its eyes, but it wasn't tilting its head. And... He learned, you know, okay, there's no reason to hang out in this guy's yard. And so I didn't see him come back. I mean, maybe he was the same one that was hanging around the area, but he was never in my yard yard again. So the bears can learn to do the same thing. The problem is there's a big difference between a coyote, which probably weighs, what, 40, 50 pounds at most, maybe a little more. As, com as compared to a black bear. There's a lot more potential danger in letting a bear just figure it out for himself. But I'm, I mean, I'm, listen, I'm on the side of the people that say, 
Let them figure it out themselves. Don't trank them and move them. Don't artificially keep them out of the area. If they're coming here, they're coming here. I'm not, I have no concern that I'm going to be, you know, leaving early in the morning to come here and I'm going to have a, an encounter with a bear that's going to threaten my life or even keep me late for work. If I see a bear, I'll just make a bunch of noise until it moves away, moves on. But if you're in public safety, you've got to think to yourself, well, what do we, what, what do we weigh here? What, what are the potential risks if we let the bear hang around? And unfortunately, I think those risks that they're assessing are coming less from what the bear might do and more from what people might cause the bear to do. Because we've seen it. The, the other day in New Bedford, the police say avoid the area around Parafas and Trukies and Cumberland Farms because there's a bear here. And everybody starts running down there with their camera phones because they want to catch the bear on, on, on their camera phone. Like the police just told you don't come down there, but yet I see all these pictures and videos put up of people that intentionally went down there once they found out there was a bear there. If you want to see a bear in person, go to Clark's up in New Hampshire. They've been trained and domesticated. You can also see the wild man ride the train. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, going to take our next break. We'll be back in a few moments. from the Apple commercial. This town ain't big enough for the both of us. It was in the commercial for the iPad Air, and uh, it was called Election. It came out about this time last year, and it was about uh, two kids running for the, the, the class election. Uh, but that is probably one of the most famous songs by Sparks. They also had a song called Cool Places that they did with Jane Weedland of the Go-Go's. Maybe I'll play that before the end of the morning. Speaking of cool places... Some of you I know are going to be going to Boston Calling this weekend. Uh, I just want to remind you all that if you are going, if you won tickets from us when we were giving them away a few weeks ago on my, on my 9 a.m. show, or if you happen to buy tickets for yourself, I would recommend that you download the Boston Calling app because it has everything that you'll need for the entire weekend to get around, to know where to go for food, for water, um, and to be able to have all your questions answered. And it also has the lineup of all the acts and what time they're expected to go on and at what stage. So I, I, it's, it always bothers me. There's a little bit too much overlap in some of the bands. You know, you want to see a band that starts at 7 o'clock on this stage, and then, but then this band starts at 8.15 on that stage, and you know that they're not going to be done with the first one, and you got to walk across the complex. So you can figure all of that out by downloading that app, and that'll make it a lot easier for you. And uh, also, just one other thing to remember, it's not going to be overly warm this weekend. I think I saw the temperatures were expected to be like around the 70s. So it's kind of the perfect weather for something like this. But just in case, 
uh, they do allow you to bring uh, a gallon of water, up to a gallon of water with you. So you can bring a bottle, uh, a single bottle of water with you up to a gallon, and they have water refill stations. So you bring it with you, you drink it all down, you need some more water, or you have a few beers, you want to stay hydrated, they have water stations around where you can refill that water bottle that you bring with you. Um, so that's that's a good option. It's not every time that they will, you know, not every concert or or festival or whatever allows you to do that. So it's good that they do. And uh, make sure you take advantage of it. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Hey, good morning. How's it going? It's a little more bearable today compared <laughs> to yesterday. Uh, so that, that gave me pause. <laughs> Sorry, we lost you there a little bit. Last night, I was down in Marion Center. Mm-hmm. Well, I went by Tabor Academy. A friend of mine, nephew, was a junior, going into junior year. And he says, this thing with the bear, someone's going to bottle this up like a tour. Start in Dartmouth, go through New Bedford, go through Kushnet, go through maybe East Haven, Make like a tour of this. Someone's going to make money out of this. The path of and the pause. Yeah. What an idea. So what we'll do, Phil, is we'll rent we'll rent a bus. We'll 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 rent a bus. We'll, I mean, we'll pack it with all kinds of bear facts so we can educate people as we go around, and yep. and we we can show them all of these bear spots and and uh, not bear spots like where you know where they have like a little nothing growing miniature but. little miniature like eight inch screens in different locations off the bus and have you out front, um, doing the MC. Oh, maybe wait a minute. Phil's, Phil's semi-retired. Maybe Phil could do it. I see. I'm surprised that Phil hasn't gone full bear hunter mode. Like, be out there and be the bear correspondent. Because now he's got all that time on his hands. Well, and Les must be bored trying to find him honey duelist. He's got that TV news reporting experience. you get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get, it. I get, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. get him out there and, ha- and have him, you know, in the safari hat. Right? Even though bears don't live in the jungle. But the, you need the safari hat. You can't chase any animal without the with, safari with hat. His pocket, with his shorts, with like the six pockets, so he can give pass out snacks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We we can call him uh, Indiana Phil. Because I'd call him Indi- Indiana no, Paleologus, but that's a lot to say. Uh, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we can go Arkansas Phil, right? Go back to his roots. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. That, that, that's negotiable, I guess. I, I always wanted to be Indiana Jones when I grew up, when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But Kate, Kate Robinson's actually Indiana Jones. I don't know if anybody wow. knows that. Kate Kate's well, an actual well, she, archaeologist. She is a traveling jet setter. She's been all over the world. She she actually is an archaeologist. That's that's oh, what that's, that, that's what I she studied. Was joking about that last year. No, no, it's really? legitimate. Really good for her. Yeah, she's she's jumping on the mic here. So we, we, we so, have all the possibilities lined up. Yeah, have- so I did study archaeology, but I've, I've never been paid for it, unfortunately. It doesn't matter. You can be an, you can okay. be an amateur archaeologist. That's true, yeah. So, but I went on a one so, dig in Cyprus, so it was really fun. Did you ever okay, get a... You'll be the bus driver. Her, her and Phil will moderate it. But since I came up with the idea, I'll be the promoter. There you go. Sounds good. All right, thanks, Phil. And Kate, Kate, I, I got to ask you: in your in your limited archaeology experience, um, did you ever stumble upon a cult that lived in a underground cave where they tried to rip your heart out of your body? 
Of course. Okay. Doesn't that happen to everybody? I figure that's it. Yeah. How many there was also a pit of snakes. How many but... times have you uh, had been chased by a giant boulder I as you're can't running count through? that high, Tim. So. So many times. Are you going to go see the new Indiana Jones movie? Are of you, course. You, yeah. <laughs> I've heard I've heard some not great reviews, but of course you know, I'm going to go see it. It's Indiana Jones. You have to see it uh, probably just once. Like I saw the last one, which we won't mention because it was terrible. But you know, see, you have to see them. I was into the idea of the last one because, of course, yeah, aliens of course. and crystal skulls and all that. But it just Brilliant. didn't it didn't deliver. No, it did not. The aliens were a MacGuffin anyway. So. <laughs> All right, we're going to take our final break of the hour. We are going to go off in search of adventure and be right back. Um. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.